Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We gon' start this all right. We got the Mary. Turn the house tonight. Come on. Hashtag not committed. Hey, hey, welcome in to Not Committed. I am your host, Zach Barry. As always, contrary to the title of this here podcast, we do uh, intend on being committed to bringing you the latest news and notes of Ole Miss recruiting. And with that, welcome in on three national recruiting writer, Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy, how we doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How, how are you? I'm all right, man. You know, I better than you were the other day. I, we'll, we'll kick off the show because I love talking about logistics and airports. And you had uh, quite the journey after uh, last weekend's camp, which was down in Orlando, I believe. Is that correct? That's that's correct. And it was it was quite the uh, we'll go with journey. We'll call it a journey on the way home. So but yeah, I didn't I didn't get back in until around 3 a.m. after leaving it. Like I think I left my house at 5 a.m the day before oh, so i was rolling off of about maybe six to five hours of sleep over the last three days so yeah it's, it was a, it was a journey so i'm just glad to be in one piece and be back at home so <laughs> yeah i mean there's there are obvious answers for worst case scenarios but is there any any place worse than being stuck on an airplane with nowhere to go um that that's probably up there Cause I'm, I'm a big guy and I get a little claustrophobic really easily. So for me, it was just like, Hey, can we, can we like stand up? Like, can we just go back to the gate or yeah. I don't know. I, luckily for me, I fell asleep. So I didn't know what was happening. I assumed when I woke up, I would be in Atlanta, but that was not the case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I'm, you know, five ten on a, on a really good day. Um, and, and it's crazy with all the technology and, and as good as airplane, travel and, and airplanes in general are they haven't really updated in terms of like the the size for seats you know it's like mm-hmm. it's like back in the day with like uh old stadiums or you, you go to a restaurant that's got a, like an old booth like you know they always say like oh everything back in the day was much smaller because people weren't as big back then um i feel like airplanes are just not kind to to people like you that are over what six one six two yeah, I'm about uh, last time I checked, I'm around six three ish, almost six four. So, yeah, getting in those that... little seats is rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't it when you're on a plane. Um, yeah. all right, so uh, we were both in Atlanta. Uh, it seems like forever ago, but it was, I guess, uh, two weekends ago. Um, a lot of talent that was there. Uh, I know that the the folks from Under Armour typically say that at most camps, where they say, "Man, it's the most talent we've ever seen." But um, it, it truly was uh, a loaded roster that was there. Um, quite a few guys that that Ole Miss is after from the state of Georgia and around your area that 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 you cover. Um, I, I got a couple here I want to get to, but I think probably the 
uh, two tight ends that Ole Miss are after from the state of Georgia that I think um, they have a, a decent to, to pretty good shot at. Let's start first with um, he wasn't at the camp, but I know you've seen him. Uh, Caleb Odom, who is now at uh, Carrollton High School. Yeah, he's a – I mean, I think we saw what his, you know, ceiling is starting to be. I know he went at the camp, but you saw how he jumped in the rankings uh, recently. Uh, he's a really good football player, and I think he's still just kind of – you know, he's on, he's on that upward trajectory. Um, he played a lot of basketball early in his high school career, and he played in a system that really didn't throw the ball to him as much. He went to Carrollton last year and hooked up with Julian Juju Lewis, a 2020-26 quarterback that's, you know, one of the – he's one of the hottest names in the country, even though he's a young guy. But, mm-hmm. you know, he had over a 1,000 yards receiving as a you – know, they use him as a receiver, but, you know, he'll eventually morph into that <clears throat> slot, super slot type guy, mm-hmm. which, you know, looking at Ole Miss's system is kind of, you know, tailor-made for what they try to do um, with those big tight end types. So, you know, I think he, you know, schematically he's a good fit for Ole Miss and, you know, his recruitment is still – I would still say his recruitment is still evolving at this point just because, um, you know, he he's, he's so late to the scene in some areas because he wasn't – he doesn't do a lot of seven-on-seven. Seven. He doesn't do a lot of the camps in the summer at, on college campuses just because he was a basketball guy. You know, he was mm-hmm. a – thought he was going to go play college basketball at some point. And so, you know, he went to Alabama last weekend and picked up an offer from them, and I assume that that will continue need to happen you'll have programs that will you know that are not in the mix right now that will join you know join his recruitment here um soon i know we've visited georgia a few times georgia already has one commit but you know that's another in-state program that's kind of you know kind of interesting to see what will happen between him and them uh, at some point so oh uh, yeah i think old miss is definitely in it right now but i know he has one official set for uh, penn state in in june so you know, there's room for other you know for you know a lot of programs to have a shot at trying to land him yeah the on three industry ranking has him at 125th overall but on three has him as a top 40 prospect and the number three overall tight end in the country i know Ole miss is recruiting him as a wide receiver uh you and i talked about that at the camp where uh maybe that you know i think both things can be true i think they believe he can be an impactful guy on the outside as an, as an actual receiver and not a, you know, an ex tight end, but also maybe it's, you know, to set him apart from others who are probably exclusively recruiting him as a tight end. Um, But yeah, Penn state, Georgia tech, Tennessee, you mentioned the Alabama offer recently that that's pretty loud. So um, yeah. And I've talked with, with uh, Ole Miss commit DeMond Williams jr. He tells me that, that he talks with, with Caleb Odom a lot trying to get him to join him. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think Ole Miss will probably host him at some point uh, this month or in April. Um, and if yeah. they don't, I would imagine probably in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I assume he will be, you know, one of the guys that they, you know, get on campus multiple times, maybe before the season starts. And I'm sure he'll take a few yeah. trips, not a couple, you know, throughout the, the summer and maybe even get to a game. I hadn't talked to him uh, about Ole Miss recently, but he's, you know, I think, you know, the wide receiver recruitment is, you know, that's an interesting spin on his recruitment because, you know, a lot of teams see him as a tight end. But mm-hmm. he, currently, today, he plays wide receiver for Carrollton. I mean, he almost um, exclusively lines up as a as outside guy, and I think he can do that. I mean, 
I don't think that's a you know far fetched thing, but I think it's also, you know, what is a wide receiver today? You know, like yeah, you throw a guy in the slot, and that's technically a wide receiver, but I mean, also tight ends do that as well. So, I mean, he's one of those special type unicorn type tight ends, wide receivers, whatever you want to call them. So, you know, he's just a guy you want to get out there on the football field and throw the ball to because he's really good at you know making plays at this point. So, yeah, I mean. Y- you've got a guy like him with his skill set and and his ability to create mismatches. And then, you know, at tight end, you got somebody like Darnell Washington at the combine. That's six, seven, 264 pounds and running a four, six. So it's, uh, it's pretty freaky. Um, yeah, I, last thing on him, I think, um, I had a, uh, a source tell me, and I think I told you this when we were in Atlanta that they, uh, they think his ceiling is Drake London. Like they think that, he is a, a long athletic guy that can win those one-on-one battles. And, you know, if you have a guy of his size, you know, typically taller than most receivers and, uh, you know, still agile enough, that's, uh, that's quite the, the weapon to have in an offense. Um, moving over, uh, I guess, staying at the, you know, quote, tight end position, uh, a guy that was at the camp and you had a chance to see, um, we, uh, we watched a lot of his one-on-ones together. Kylan Fox, the uh, Grayson, Georgia prospect, um, coming off a, a UCL tear in his left elbow, but it didn't slow him down at all when he was there. Yeah, um, Kylan's another one of these really versatile, big tight end types. Um, now, he's more of a traditional tight end than, you know, Caleb Caleb is. And, you know, I think, you know, you watch his film and watch him play, he, they don't throw the ball to him a ton at Grayson or they didn't last year just because of the – the, the style and the belief of what they do, they run the football a lot. And he's, you know, he's been, he's grown as a blocker over the last year. And, you know, I think that'll be an asset for him going into colleges because, you know, he'll, he'll grow as a receiver because he can do that. I mean, and he's a really athletic guy, about six, five, six, six, you know, he catches the ball well too, as we saw with those, some of the one-on-ones. I mean, I think some people probably were a little surprised at, of what he can do as a pass catcher because he doesn't, get a whole lot of opportunities on Friday nights, but he's, he's one of those guys that, you know, once you get him on campus and he'll, he'll fit into what he can fit into any offense just because of his skill set. He's unique. He's a unique player as well. So um, I do think Ole Miss will be involved at some point. You know, I don't know. Uh, he's, uh, he's visiting on April 1st, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that'll be, that's a good sign. They're getting him on campus, uh, especially as he's starting to kind of, get closer to, you know, wanting to narrow things down and, you know, maybe make a commitment before the summer's over. So, you know, I feel like Ole Miss is definitely a factor in his recruitment. Um, and, you know, yeah, I mean, that he would be a big pickup for him. Yeah, uh, John David Baker, his primary recruiter, and uh, Ole Miss was his first offer, and he says that um, that means a lot to him. He says the the relationship's been great since then. Um, <clears throat> said that even, you know, he's in a, a group chat with, with coach Baker and a couple other staffers down there in Oxford. Um, as far as uh, who else he, he told me he uh, probably talks the most consistently with Florida state, Miami, Ole Miss, Ohio state, Stanford, and Cincinnati. Um, it, it, where it's kind of hard because we're still early on and, you know, there are some guys want to get things over with early, but not everyone. Uh, where do you kind of see the pecking order for him right now? You know, I, his recruitment has been really hard to read, to be honest, because 
you know, I mean, I think Ole Miss is definitely you know, top three. Uh, um, Ohio State's probably up there really high. Um, and then I would have to say someone like maybe – honestly, I would say those are probably the top two, but that's 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 purely a guess at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know he went to Georgia Tech recently. I want to say March the 5th, which was what, Sunday, Saturday. Yeah. Um, and he said to them, I know they're really high on him, and he, you know, he's been there multiple times. So, uh, you know, I, his recruitment is one that's going to, you know, it's going to have to shake out over here over the next couple of months, over the next couple of weeks, and we'll see kind of what happens on the other side of the spring. Um, you know, he may not even be done getting offers as well, just because, you know, like I said, he, you know, you watch his film on Fridays, they don't really give him a whole lot of opportunities in the passing game. So, you know, I think right. more teams will start. Him as that, you know, you know, super slot type guy. Um, mm-hmm. He's all he's all he also could play on the defensive line if he needed to. You know, he's a he was a really highly you know thought of pass rusher before he moved to tight end over the last couple of years. So, you know, yeah, he's he's one of those he's one of those hard recruitments to read just because of his uniqueness and his, his situation with mm-hmm. what he how he's being used in high school. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of athleticism and length in the one on one session that we saw. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, again, it's, it's been a minute, but Ole Miss has had success at Grayson high school, a, uh, highly thought of respected football program in the state of Georgia. Um, but yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see how things shake out in April when he gets to campus. Um, all right, we're going to take our first break here from the sponsors. When we come back, we will have more with on threes, Jeremy Johnson talking Ole Miss recruiting. So hang tight. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor-outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta Catfish to Smash Burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering. Weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild in South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two for one Moscow mules, all of that and more, the best and brightest in house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com or call them at 662 238 3500 and place your order today. Show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com. And you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris, and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. The show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. 
The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back here on Not Committed talking Ole Miss recruiting with on three national recruiting analyst Jeremy Johnson. All right, one of the guys that was probably, probably top three most popular uh, upon arrival when the uh, the uh, droves of of reporters ran up and start talking, um, and I I didn't get a chance to speak with him, but I was told that he mentioned Ole Miss as a uh, as an intriguing program that is interested in him and trying to get him to visit. But Cam Davis, the running back um, out of Doherty High School, committed to Florida State, been committed, um, I guess we're over a year or over two years now. Um, but, uh, on three industry rank, uh, four star top 50 prospect in the country. Um, and then I, I didn't know it might've been you that told me also a, uh, a pretty talented baseball player as well. Uh, got offers from everybody. Uh, it's a, it's a laundry list of, of power five programs that are, uh, elite, but we're, uh, you know, what, what do you think about Cam Davis and, you know, uh, does he want to play both in in college? And um, you know how how you know actually committed is he to Florida State right now? Yeah, uh, he's one that is you know first of all for the baseball side of things, I think he is legitimately going to, as far as I know, is planning to play baseball for Florida State. I know he the last time I saw him take pictures on Twitter and posted them, and they were you know he he took pictures in the baseball uniform too, so. You know, I think that's a real that's a real thing for him. Um, and he's really talented at baseball as well. He could, you know, legitimately be legitimately go and play college baseball somewhere. Um, and as far as just him being committed to Florida State, I think he's, I would say he's pretty solid right now. Um, you know, obviously things can change over the time, and you know, I'm sure he'll probably go and see a few places. But you know, Florida State's been really, you know his place for, I mean, I guess two years at this point. I think he committed out there his freshman year. And he seems to be the type that's really, you know, locked in with them. You know, one program that, you know, is 
always going to be an, you know, a tr intriguing or program to watch would be Georgia. Obviously, you know, I think Georgia has gotten him on campus a few times. He's from the state of Georgia, and obviously, the running back history at Georgia is just, you know, it speaks for itself. Ole Miss is another one of those programs that is, you know, that has turned up the heat on him a little bit. Um, you know, it it's going to be tough to pry him from Florida State for anyone. So, you know, that's kind of where I think that is right now. If anyone's going to flip him, those two programs are the tight or the two programs that are kind of the, you know, the hardest after him at this point, it sounds like. Um, obviously, I think Texas A&M is probably in there as well. But, you know. I would say he's he's a he's a solid commit at at the moment. That could change by the end of the spring. <clears throat> yeah, and before this past year, when Ole Miss won the national championship in baseball, it was always a you know, hey, like you know, we're open to letting guys play both. Um, you know, they had um, Sinquez Golson back in the day. He played both for a couple of years. John Rice Plumley did it before he left for UCF, and then right now they have Taiwan Malone um, playing both. So the staff over there was was always cool with working hand in hand with with the football staff and letting guys work both. Um, but now that they have a national title, it's not just you know, hey, we'll, we'll let you do whatever you want. Now it's like you know, hey, we'll we'll do that, and you know, we got some we got some legitimate national cachet as as defending national champions. And you know, he's a guy that's ranked as a as a nine on on Perfect Games grade in terms of baseball. Uh, you, you mentioned that that he has those aspirations to play both, um, you know, just watching a little film on him, a um, lot of tools, you know, that, that that's a big, that's just kind of the buzzword for, for MLB scouts is, you know, tools or, you know, a toolsy guy that can, you know, fast twitch, run a, uh, you know, a good 60 and, uh, you know, a strong arm from the outfield. It looks like he plays a little bit of everything in baseball, but um yeah. As far as in Florida State, you know, they, they haven't been at that level in a while, but, you know, they've they've been to Omaha a ton and they, they've, you know, they got the tradition that they have with Mike Martin. And then now um, his name is escaping me, but they just hired Notre Dame's coach um, who was really good um, and uh, kind of built that program up. And, uh, you know, they upset number one Tennessee last year. Um, so, do you anticipate him kind of going down to signing day? You know, if he does think about, you know, exploring some options or will he be one that could potentially decommit and open things back up? Yeah. I mean, I think he, you know, just kind of, I've, I've only spoke, I've spoken to him a few times. He seems like a really laid back, humble, quiet guy. He doesn't really do a whole lot to me. I think if something does happen, it'll happen out of the blue. I don't. I think he would go straight from "Hey, I'm committed to this school" to "I'm committed to the other." I don't think he would like the the circus that would come with, you know, being right. you know openly recruited again. You know, I think he would kind of make his mind up behind closed doors and then come out, you know, with yeah. what his new decision is. So I, for me, I, he's always one that you will just, you know, you'll need to just just to keep an eye on and kind of see what happens because it's. I, I don't. I don't I don't know what would necessarily happen or when it would happen. It, it would just be out of the blue. So and also, I mean, we will we won't know. I mean, maybe he'll come out and, you know, reaffirm things with Florida State and, you know, and go, hey, you know, I don't want any more of this. Hey, we're I'm done. I'm going to Florida State. I he yeah. that is a potential thing as well. So, you know, I don't know. He he's one that's, you know, is not really too much of the 
I don't know. I don't know how you say that. Just not really a a big social media guy from as far as I can tell. Staying at the running back position, uh, Ole Miss recently offered Duke Watson, the uh, running back out of Mary uh, Persons High School down there in uh, Forsyth. It's Forsyth, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's it's North Carolina that says uh, Forsyth, like they say Forsyth. it differently. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kind of a, a hot name right now, um, starting to – Gain a lot of interest, Penn State, NC State, Georgia Tech, uh, and then Ole Miss and, and Kevin Smith recently offered him. Um, what do you know about him and, and his recruitment? Um, he was a super productive guy as a junior, ran for over 1,600 yards um, and 14 touchdowns. But, um, you know, he hasn't, you know, really tipped his hand yet um, outside of saying that he – he likes a couple staff members that he talks with, but um, what do you know about about Mr. Watson? Honestly, I don't know a whole lot about him. I mean, he's really quiet. I've you know I've never spoken to him, but I have watched him play in person, and I can tell you he's really good. He's really really good, and I think he's just now kind of you know scratching that surface of what his recruitment will be as well. So you know, if you want to think of guys that you know Ole Miss, they just got a guy that's very similar a couple of years ago in Quinshawn Judkins. I mean, you want to try to think of like what you know kind of impact a guy like this can have well that's that's the kind of guy he is he's been the guy on that football team for the last few years so you know he won't be afraid to carry a load and he can do multiple things he can play he can catch the ball he can run between the tackles and he's a home run hitter so um yeah i mean he'd be a good fit for Ole miss i don't you know know too much about his recruitment and but you know that would be a big that would be a big get if they are able to blend him especially you know, it's starting to get a little later in the, you know, the boards are kind of set around the country. Um, this guy's kind of gone under the radar for a long time, but, you know, yeah. Another guy in Georgia that you spoke with, uh, Ole Miss also recently offered. Um, ben Grice at a, at a Woodward Academy, uh, wide receiver. I tell people a lot, um, pay attention to who Pete Golding offers. Um, he's kind of the, I guess the, uh, the main headhunter for Lane Kiffin on that staff. Um, he's going to recruit everybody. He's not just going to recruit linebackers, not only going to recruit defensive guys. And and you can see it here. He's recruiting a wide receiver from Georgia. I know you spoke with him recently. Um, what do you, uh, what'd you get, you know, what kind of feel did you get from Grice when you spoke with him? Yeah, I mean he's he's a really good player that you know kind of popped onto the scene this year in Georgia. I know he led he led Woodward Academy in receiving this year, and they also have another really good receiver in the 2025 class in Josiah Abdullah. You know he he was their go-to guy this year, and that was you know I think that kind of caught people a little off guard. Had a good year, picked up a lot of offers. Um, you know just speaking with him, I think he really loves you know what Ole Miss, you know the opportunity that he has to play in the SEC. That was something that. You know, he said he's been dreaming of since he was a kid. And, you know, when he when his recruiting process didn't go anywhere over the last couple of years, he was like, man, that's not going to happen. But when Ole Miss and Mississippi State, Missouri uh, came in and offered, he was he was blown away by that. So I anticipate he'll probably get to campus at some point. I'm not sure if he has any dates set, but I think he'll be a guy that comes on the campus. And like you said, you know, just with Pete Golden offering, I think that he's going to be a guy that they, you know, have a legitimate shot at landing at some point. Um, his recruitment is going to be, you know, it's going to be an interesting one because it, he's kind of just now 
getting a grasp of how to go about trying to make this decision and trying to make, you know, visits and everything. He's never really been to a whole lot of these places. Um, you know, Boston College is another school that he said he really, really liked. Um, and, you know, some of the higher academics, uh, the Ivy League school of Princeton, um, I think Princeton's offered and he or hasn't offered or well, will offer at some point. You know, that's somewhere that, you know, you, you look you look at receivers, they have a guy going that could go really high in the draft this year. So, you know, that would be an interesting, you know, potential place for him, you know, looking down the road. But, you know, I feel like Ole Miss is in, in is definitely in this recruitment in particular. And I think, you know, he'd be a good fit for them as well. He's he's one of those hard nosed playmakers. I mean, he can he can go he can go a little bit. So I think uh, you know, they've done a good job of scouting and they found, you know, they found this guy that a whole lot of people hadn't heard about until, you know, recently. So all right, last uh, last one before we take the final break. I did want to make sure to uh, talk about it, and we were just talking about a Florida State commit. We're going to talk about another one. I know you recently spoke with uh, Jordan Pride, the four-star safety, who another guy has been committed to the uh, to the Seminoles since 2021. Um, top 100 prospect in the industry ranking. Um he said that he was starting to, you know, do a little bit, a little bit of exploring. Um, what kind of sense did you get from him, and and kind of who is he interested in right now? Yeah, now this one's a little, this was a little more open than Cam Davis was. I think he he definitely <laughs> is taking a look around, and um, <laughs> um, you know, I think he's still committed. He's still committed to Florida State, but you know, losing Marcus Woods, Marcus Woodson for them was big that he built a great relationship with him. He's over at Arkansas now. So, you know, you know, he's one that'll definitely take a look. I don't know that he'll end up going somewhere else. He may just stick with Florida state, but you know, if there is one that, you know, is, you know, would be on per the proverbial flip watch, this is one of those guys you want to watch out for. Um, he says he will, he wants to visit Ole Miss at some point in the spring. Don't really know how much communication they've had, but he definitely is intrigued by what they have going on over there. Um, Another program, Alabama, Georgia, he mentioned uh, Florida's another program he visited recently. And he said that, you know, they're going to get an official visit from him already. So, you know, that's the, probably one of the programs to watch in that recruitment. Um, another one that he did mention that's, you know, that's been there in the past is probably Oklahoma. So, you know, he's definitely one that's, you know, got a long recruitment ahead. And I think Ole Miss has a chance that if they can impress when he gets on campus, they'll, they'll have a shot. That I was shot trying to get in that into that race moving down the road. You know, should he open things back up? All right. One final break to hear from the sponsors that uh bring the show to you, and then we'll close up the uh the episode with Jeremy Johnson. So hang tight, one final break, and we'll be back. Podcast brought to you by Protection Unlimited Incorporated, the Mid-South's leader in commercial and residential alarm security. Wayne Lowry and his team have been serving the greater Memphis area and North Mississippi for 50 plus years and would love to get your business and or family protected today. They offer cutting edge security for your home or business with video surveillance options and they're monitoring 24 7 365. You can reach them via phone at 901-754-6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com. Podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals. They can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. 
former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner, Ben Still, along with his elite level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about them at bluffcityadvisory.com. Podcast brought to you by the Barry Home Team. If you're ready to sell and make the most net profit from your home, call Stacy and Rick Barry today. They will lead you through the process from property assessment, repairs, staging, and putting that sold sign in your yard. Both have earned the multi-million dollar club member status, and they would love to assist you today in your real estate ventures. Call them 901-481-6420 or 901-461-6421. After you have talked to the Barry Home Team, you can talk to Saddle Creek Title, another proud sponsor of the show. They're the Mid-South's leader in client-focused, innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. Find more information at SaddleCreekTitle.com or call them 901-753-1600. Show brought to you by Davis McCord State Farm. If you're looking for good neighbor service and surprisingly great insurance rates, look no further than Davis and his team. They are your one-stop shop in Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around, give Davis a call. He is ready to help. 901-755-6110 and get your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we are back here, not committed, talking with Jeremy Johnson. Final segment here. We were just talking about a Woodward Academy prospect. Let's uh, let's talk about another Andrew Hines um, linebacker working on a, you know, dropped a, a top 12 back on Christmas Day. And now he's trying to get some visits planned. You talked with him. What's the uh, what's the vibe around Mr. Hines heading into the spring? Yeah, he's a. Uh... He's going to, you know, I feel like he's going to be committed sooner rather than later. Um, he may he may end up doing a shorter list of top schools and, you know, cutting it down to five, six, something smaller and, you know, taking some official visits this summer. But, you know, I, I'd expect him to be, you know, committed somewhere. Um, he's really keeping it close to the best of, you know, some of his what his favorites are. You know, obviously that 12 that he put out, all those programs are still very much in, in play for him at this point. But, and I feel like he's one that to, for Ole Miss fans to to watch. I think they'll be involved. I think they'll have a shot of landing him down. You know, whenever he does make his decision, I think they'll probably be up toward the top. Um, but you know, I, I don't know when he'll get on campus. I do think he will at some point. He kind of hinted that he's going to do some visits this spring, but I hadn't. You know, he hadn't said any dates when I talked to him. So that's one. You know, that's a, he's going to have an interesting recruitment over the next few weeks. Yeah, the the top twelve is interesting. It's got a good mix of some some power five programs. Um, got some SEC flavor in there with Ole Miss, Tennessee, South Carolina, Missouri, and then you got some some high academic, um, or I should say some some respected um, academic schools of uh, of higher learning there with with Harvard. You got Duke yeah. in there, Wake Forest, Cal. Um, it. it it, it the 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 list is pretty mixed so like you said he's keeping people guessing and he's not giving away too much by uh you know is do you anticipate education leading the way here or will it just be kind of a you know what's the best position for him and, and kind of where he can play early um that might tip the scales 
you know, I think it'll be a combination of both for him because he's he his family, him and him and his family, and and those guys that come through Woodward Academy, man, they all really value the academic sizes because you have to at that school. It's really, you know, it's one of the better you know schools in you know in the Atlanta area as far as education. So they they have a really high standard over there. So, um, you know, programs like Duke, um, you know, Harvard, you know, those are programs that could give him an opportunity to play early, but also. You know, they check those boxes with, you know, the academics. So for him, I think it'll be a combination of both, you know, moving, moving, moving forward. All right. Last one here. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's never too early to look to the uh, 2026 class. Um, Darian Coleman is a uh, quarterback out of Lakeland, Florida, that uh, starting to turn some heads. Ole Miss has already offered him Marshall, Virginia Tech. Um I know you chatted with him, but uh pretty uh pretty talented guy, six foot one sixty-five out of Jones High School. Um, you know, what's uh what's he been doing on the uh on the camp circuit that's gotten everybody's attention? Yeah, he, he looked good on Sunday. He threw he threw the ball pretty well against some of those older guys. He's he's not a big guy. He's not, you know, but I think he'll eventually grow a little bit and be a little taller. And he's a lanky guy, can can run around a little bit. So I think his his arm talent is what gets everybody's attention. And I think, you know, you should start projecting out just the, you know, the size he could have in a couple of years. You know, he's he's one he's a prospect that, you know, people will need to get to know over the next couple of years. And I also think he's he has a he has a big, bright future ahead of him. Um, you know, some of these big programs are starting to get in early because they know this is gonna be one of those guys that you're gonna need to know. Um, you know, twenty twenty six sounds like it's a long time away, but you know, quarterbacks, you know, it seems like we, we recruit, like we're, we're talking about them sooner and sooner because their recruitments are almost a year ahead of everybody. A lot of these guys are having to lock in early just because, you know, there's going to be one guy taken or maybe two guys at some school. So, um, yeah, his, his, he's going to be one of those names that we talk about for a while. That's Jeremy Johnson of On3 National Recruiting Analysts. Thanks, buddy. This was fun. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. That's going to do it for Not Committed. Uh, we'll be back with a, another interview at some point, possibly in the near future, maybe next week. Um, but uh, but that'll do it. And uh, for Jeremy over there, I'm Zach. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to the sponsors that make the show possible. And uh, until next time, we out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.